Hey guys, Jesse here. Before we get into today's episode, I have something super exciting to share with you. Starting in June, I'm going to be hosting monthly virtual workshops just for you guys. During these workshops, we will dive deeper into specific social media topics, similar to what we discuss here on the podcast, but adding a more interactive environment, including a Q&A session at the end. So mark your calendar for Wednesday, June 9th, at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for our very first workshop. This workshop will be all about creating content. We will go over how to come up with content topics, tips for batching content, and tools you can use to make this process easier. You can sign up for the workshop using the link in the show notes of this episode, or you can head to the link in my Instagram profile at Miss Jessie Lockhart. I can't wait to see you guys there. Now, enjoy today's episode. I'm Jesse and I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into socially modern. Hey guys, welcome back to the Socially Modern podcast this week. We are so excited and happy that you are back with us this week. Yes, thanks for listening as always. Of course, we are so excited to dive into this week's topic. We are not going to waste any time and we are just going to dive right in. So this episode, we are going to talk about five things you need to do to organically grow your following on Instagram. So both Stephanie and I organically grew our Instagrams. We didn't pay for followers. We didn't, uh, we don't use ads. We don't place ads on Instagram. Um, We organically, non-paid, grew our followings to what they are today. And we do the same thing with our socially modern Instagram as well. We don't pay for followers or anything. It's all organically grown. Dang proud of it, guys. Yes, And so today we're going to break down five different things you need to do if you want to follow suit. So these are just things that we've done and we're just going to dive right in. Steph, do you want to go number one? These are our Bible things we have lived by. And first and foremost, the biggest thing is be consistent and persistent. Yes. We say this all the time and it sounds so simple. And I know that we all have the best intentions, but we all fall off the wagon every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And we need to be reminded to stay consistent and persistent. Um, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was a genuine audience. Yeah. It's so true. Um, you know, it takes time. And I feel like sometimes, especially as new agents, right, we're just like, where is the breakthrough? Yeah. Where is this instant gratification that I was <laughs> hoping for? You know, I thought that I was just going to instantly be successful. And what I remind people of, especially in a sales business like this, especially in real estate, is that you're growing a business. Mm-hmm. Most businesses aren't profitable for years. Yeah, Real estate is an exception. You can be profitable pretty quick, but sometimes not. Yep. And that's okay too. Does that mean that you're not going to be successful? No. If you quit, then you're not going to be successful. You give up. It's hard to beat someone who doesn't give up. Exactly. You have to keep going. It's just like we could get on a major soapbox about this, I'm sure. Um, Just the staying consistent and being persistent. Like 
consistency is continually doing something and being persistent is continuing to do something even if it's not resulting in anything. Like it's super easy to be showing up on stories every day or be posting consistently. And then you get to a point and you're like, well, nothing is still happening, you know? And and it's still then that you need to remain consistent and persistent, even when nothing's happening. Like I've, I've talked about this recently on my Instagram. I wrote a feed or a feed post where I had just mentioned like, you just have to keep showing up even if nothing happens. You have to keep showing up on stories, even if no one's DMing you. You have to keep posting even if no one's commenting. You have to keep posting those question boxes if no one's asking you questions. Like, you just have to keep going. Like, it's just, it's part of life. It's It's part of growing your business. Okay, so in real estate, we're told a lot of times, like, you need to go and do cold calling. You need to open house. You need to door knock. Um, If you're out here door knocking, are you going to knock on one door and that person doesn't answer and you're like, oh, (laughs) Well, it was a bust. Time to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I did my job today. Or how many of us, I mean, we all wish that we could go to the gym one time and walk out jacked, right? I wish that all the time. It doesn't happen. (laughs) And it's the same in in any, it's the same principle in every facet of life. I mean, I mean, you just have to be as consistent as you can. Like we get it. Life happens. You get busy. Things happen. Bad things happen and good things happen that throw us off of our routine. You take the time you need if you need a break from social media or whatever. Like, take the time and then get back on. Exactly. And you need to keep going. So that's just going to be the biggest thing, of course. Um, Whether you're getting on stories or posting in your feed, you just have to be as consistent as possible. One thing I want to bring up before we move into the next one is I actually... um, had an instance where, um, I came across this person's account. They were, um, I don't even remember how, but came across their account and they had like 60,000 followers or something. I was like, wow, that's impressive. That's impressive. Good for them. You know, I, I know what it took to get me to nearly 14, like good for you. And then I went to their profile and actually started scrolling through some of their posts and the engagement did not match the profile number or and the you're always follower like, account. And it always just makes me raise one eyebrow. Like, yes. Mm. And, and that's why we grow, that's why we're growing in organic following a genuine audience because your follower count and your engagement count likes and stuff like that, that's going to be, proportionate to a degree exactly there are always going to be posts that outperform others and whatever it's just the the nature nature of of instagram but but on that note then why would you even want to pay for bots right if you are selling you're licensed in a certain area you would hope that your following count is really hyper focused and very dense in your local market Mm -hmm. and that's what i had for years because I was hyper-focused in my area and I could go to my insights and I could pull it open and I could say I had 80% female following, mm-hmm. which was great because that was part of my, that's part of who I am. I'm, I'm female. Yeah. So I resonate with a lot of other females. And on top of that, it was, you know, within my age group. And it also um, showed me that everybody was in my general vicinity, my ideal locations for selling homes. Yep. It couldn't have been better than that. And I had under 4,000 followers and I was very consistent in my business. 
my profit because I was consistently showing up even with less than 4,000 followers, guys. Yeah. So that following count, like even though we get hooked on it, really doesn't doesn't matter. Like don't go out there and buy bots and fake followers Mm -mm. because the return on investment is not there. Yeah. It's a bad move to make. Agreed. This is, yeah, this is why we organically grow because it's, it's so much better in the long run. Um, moving into number two, um, use reels. You guys, reels, you have to. reels are getting much better organic reach right now because it's a new feature. Instagram tends to do this. They reward the people that are using the new features because they want everyone to use it, right? Um, it keeps us on the app. It keeps Instagram making money. This is their whole purpose. Um, but reels are right now getting better organic reach because it's a new feature. And so those who are using reels, and I'm sure anybody that's using reels consistently can attest to how much more organic reach they're getting by doing reels. Um, now when it comes to actually creating content for reels and stuff. We actually have a whole episode where we talk about that episode 14, go give it a listen. If you're wanting content ideas for reels and TikTok. Um, but right here, we're just telling you, 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 you need to use it. You absolutely should be. If you're, if you're working on growing your following, which everybody is, then, then you need to be showing up on reels and you're probably like, Oh, they feel so funky. I don't know what to do. Um, I feel awkward. Get get out of your head and just start making reels and you'll start to realize that there's reward in doing this and then you'll be addicted. <laughs> and it's kind of fun. Like it, it gets to a point where it's fun. Like it's it is super fun. fun to be like creative and like I recently made a reel where I found an audio where it was someone being like, what do you mean? Of course my wardrobe is colorful. And then they go through and they're like, this is... Midnight, midnight black <laughs> this is vintage black this is black ice and so on and so forth and like while I was making that reel I was a not only having fun but I knew that my audience was going to get a freaking kick out of it because <laughs> black is such a big part of my personal branding and so I just I knew that that everyone was going to love it and think it was hilarious and you just you get to a point you get to a point where you know you're following yeah, really well. And you know, like, okay, this is going to make them laugh. This is totally going to get me messages or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, Jesse's absolutely right. And and this is how we grew. Yep. This is what we did. Jesse hopped on the tic-tac, tic-tac, <laughs> <laughs> tic-tac wagon, <laughs> tic-tac yeah. wagon so much faster than I did. I was not really into it at first either. So if you're feeling that way, like, hey, I'm, I was there with you. But as soon as Instagram was doing reels, I was like, okay, I'd already been a little bit playing on TikTok. And um, so I was like, you know what? I love Instagram so much. I'm going to do reels. So I was doing reels and that's how I hit 10K, you guys. I had a few really awesome reels just blow up. There's no rhyme or reason to it either. Don't You're probably thinking like, oh, I need one of those reels that just like blows up. Well, you're not going to know which one it's going to be. Yeah. Because it's the most random ones. The one that blew up for me the first time was one that I almost deleted. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) It's always the one that you're like, this is the one. This is the one that's going to go viral. And then you get like like 2,000 views. And then it's always the most random one that just blows up. And you're like, what? Why? But but that's that's like going back to number one is like being consistent and persistent 
persistent about it. Like if you're consistent with reels, then eventually something's going to catch on. Exactly. So you need to keep going, keep chugging along guys organically. Yes. Um, another, while we're on the subject of being organic, yeah. be yourself. Number three is be mm-hmm. yourself. Okay. Um, a lot of people are just like, I feel like I'm so boring. I hear this a lot and I'm sure you do too. I'm so boring. I have nothing to share. I have no idea what I should be talking about Mm -hmm. or posting about or doing. And it's like, okay, but people genuinely just like to relate to other people. Mm -hmm. Like that's why we like reality TV. That's why we like listening to, um, people speak just on the fly. And it's because we want to, we want to feel human, mm-hmm. right? That human connection. Do you want to know something funny? What a story. So last week we had this event here locally that we went to, yes. um, the flourish event held by moms in real estate, go check them out. They have a podcast as well. They're fantastic. Anyway, they had a, a dinner that, that night in between events. And we went to this dinner and I actually met some people that like listen to our show and follow me on social media. One girl was um, from back like in the Midwest and the other was from here in Scottsdale. And it was so funny because both of them knew so much about me. They knew that my Tesla was in the body shop. They knew about my dogs and like just all this stuff that I share. I remember on hearing media. her ask you about your dogs too. Oh yeah. You have three dogs, right? Yeah. And just like people, people are like, I'm, I sound like a creeper by knowing this. And I'm like, not really because I'm the one who's on social media sharing about it. And that's just always the funniest thing. It's and actually a compliment. Like the more that you do this, like Jesse and I both feel this way. Like we do not feel like you're a creeper at all. We actually just feel like it's a pat on the back that we're doing enough on mm-hmm. our social medias to where you feel like you know us and Before that's the you goal. Even meet us, yeah. It, honestly, we want you to feel that way. Um, I get it all the time too. I, I had a girl come up to me at that same dinner that was like, "And you're homeschooling and." So like, how's that going? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and these people, they just know, but they wouldn't know this unless we mm-hmm. were being ourselves. And that's exactly it. Like we're being ourselves. I mean, th- if the whole idea behind using social media is to attract clients to us, then you want them to be attracted to who you authentically are. Because if you're trying to be someone else and then you meet them in person for a listing appointment or for showings, and they're like, wow, you are not like how you are on social media at all. It would be a turnoff. It would be a huge turnoff. And I, how quickly would they go find someone else? Yeah, it's so true. They want to feel like you really are that person. And I feel like the millennial generation and younger, they just, they, they're so used to being able to connect with big brands, celebrities. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really put everybody on a more attainable um, platform. And, and so that's where we need to be, right? We need to be able to talk to our brands and our people and get to know them. Right. Um, it just embrace what makes you different mm-hmm. and then use it to craft your personal brand, which we just talked about in episode 19, all about creating a personal brand. Yes. So use that to your advantage. 
Definitely. Oh, okay. So while we're, on, we're on that subject, we are on a roll today. So while we're on that topic, um, creating your personal brand kind of goes hand in hand with number four, which was determining your ideal clients and creating content that matters to them. So you're probably like, well, that's a lot to think about, mm-hmm. but really, I mean, we've divul- we went into this, we divulged on this on another previous episode, episode seven, but you'll organically grow and attract your ideal clients by sharing content that matters and resonates with them. So and you it, really need to think about, right? Like, yeah, it goes who back are to the my connection people? points that we've mm-hmm. talked about so many times. Just like, not only is it connection points with you as a person and your life resonating with people, but also just knowing who your ideal clients are. Like, my ideal clients are typically first-time home buyers. What content right. matters to them? Stuff that talks about buying their first house, right? Or selling their first house. And what are their fears? mm -hmm. What are their pain points? Those are all things that are, that are topics. Those are creating content that matters to them. And they're going to feel like, oh my gosh, she gets me. Mm -hmm. I get messages like that a lot that they're like, I feel like this was written for me. Yeah. And it's because I've dialed in on my ideal client and who they are. And when you start getting those messages, give yourself a pat on the back and say, okay, I have been listening to my audience. I know who my ideal clients are and I have been doing what I should be doing. Yeah. Because that's a huge pat on the back right there. Well, and guess what? When, when those people find your profile and they're like, oh my gosh, this person is a wealth of knowledge. Look at all these questions. What are they going to do? They're probably going to send your profile or your posts to their friends. To other people. And be like, hey, look at this. Like, Or they'll send it to their spouse and be like, hey, look at this person. They are answering all these questions that we've been asking ourselves in our head. But it happens all the time. All the time. And I get messages. Oh, my friend sent me this. My sister sent me your profile because mm-hmm. I'm looking in Arizona at buying a house. Whatever it is. So, And that's I, all organic. It's all organic, you guys. You can do this. You can create a six-figure business by listening to these these tips that we're giving you. Yeah. I mean, just the content that you share is just ultimately going to attract people to your profile. And and speaking of like your profile, I mean, your your Instagram bio is going to be huge for this too. Um, We'll probably do a whole episode on bios, on Instagram (laughs) bios eventually. But Just your Instagram bio, when you get people to your actual profile, so whether they found you from a reel, a hashtag, or like whatever, they're going to come to your profile, they're going to read your bio, and they're going to say, do I resonate with this person? Do I even want to follow them? That's where they make the decision. And so your Instagram bio is huge for that. So Exactly. And I I, I mentioned that when I was speaking um, last week, which was don't have an incomplete profile. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're putting out content, make sure every aspect of your profile is set up and working for you, not against you. Yeah. And we, we have episodes that we've talked about this, but we'll, we'll definitely have to divulge more on another episode. Yes, for sure. Well, that kind of brings us to number five here, which is using hashtags and geotags. So I'll define both of them because I know some people may or may not know. So hashtags are what you can use. It's the pound sign and hashtags are used to categorize posts. Um, so it's kind of like the yellow pages. If, if you're a millennial, you'll probably remember getting the big thick phone book on your front doorstep every so often, maybe like a few times a year. Right. And you could scroll through the, the yellow pages, scroll through. Wow. 
um, I sound like Gen Z, you could flip through, um, <laughs> flip through the yellow pages and find like landscapers or hair salons or auto shops or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That's what hashtags are these days. Hashtags are the new yellow pages. I've done it myself where I've gone in and I've searched hashtags to find someone local, like a photographer or something. Um, so using hashtags can help you organically grow your following by attracting certain people who are looking maybe for a realtor, maybe for a lash artist, a hairstylist or whatever your business is, right? Using hashtags can attract them to you. Now, geotags are a little bit different. Geotags are the location tags. So if you see like in stories or on someone's post where they have a location at the top, that's a geotag. And that's a really important thing to use, especially if you're a location-based service person like real estate agents. You want people to know what areas you service and where you're at and where your expertise lies, right? So using those geotags will help you attract clients in a certain area. And I'm sure Stephanie can go on and on and on about this because you had such a concentrated following. That was exactly what I did. And I would use it even in my stories because they have a sticker in stories for geotagging. And so anytime that I was out like touring a home, I would do that so that I could, could broaden my reach at the time. And it will tell you, you know, 50 viewers in Gilbert. And that was like the geotag that I used was Gilbert, Arizona. So there's ways that you can go about it and I'll even co-mingle them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I'm hashtagging, yes, I will do maybe a hashtag AZ Realtor, hashtag, you know, Arizona Realtor, whatever version yeah. of those. But I also incorporate things like hashtag downtown Gilbert, hashtag yep. Queen Creek, Arizona or Queen Creek, Queen Creek Moms, like things that resonate with my brand, but they're all hyper-focused on what I do, where I do it. Yes. And then my connection points, of course. Right. So you want to make sure that that you're you're using your hashtags in the right way. It's kind of like Jesse said, the yellow pages. Um, so I even think of it as like this is like your SEO behind a website. It's how yeah. people are finding you on Google. A lot of people, like Jesse said, especially the younger generations, aren't really going on Google anymore to look for these people. Mm-hmm. They're first looking for you and verifying you as a person and as a business on Instagram and on Facebook. Yep. So. You want to make sure that you're easy to find. I mean, we've done this even with other realtors. Like I've had a referral that I needed to send to another state mm-hmm. and I will go and look up the hashtag for yep. that, that area. Mm-hmm. And I'll go through their profiles to determine whether, their, their yeah. worthiness. Right. Whether, <laughs> whether you want to send your clients to that person. Exactly. Yep, I've totally done that before. So make sure that your profiles are, are are full and you have everything that you're supposed to have on it being yourself you um have your ig bio set up of course which we'll also talk about in another episode but again just to recap you guys need to be consistent persistent use reels for more reach Mm -hmm. you need to be yourself and and that will help you in determining your ideal client and creating content that matters to those people while using hashtags and geotags to attract those people to your profile. So if you were doing all of these things, keeping all of this in mind, you are going to have a kick butt business using social media. I can promise you that. Mm -hmm. It's true. And I mean, you guys, we wouldn't share these five things if they hadn't worked for us in the past. So you know that they're legit. 
This is what we do. And I still do it. And I know Jesse still does it. This is yeah. what we do to continue growing and building our brand. Yes, we do. This is a really, really uh, quick and easy episode, but, but, but it's something. packed <laughs> episode, you guys. <laughs> you guys need to hear it on the regular. So anyways, we're so happy that you guys are here. You found our podcast um, make sure that you are subscribed and you can listen to all of our new podcasts coming out. Um, rate and review us. Follow us on Instagram at socially modern. And you can follow me and Jesse. I am at Hey Stephanie Mainville. And I'm at Miss Jesse Lockhart. We can't wait to connect with you over on the gram. Awesome. Have a great week, you guys. Bye, guys.